0: And this is Parnell,
1: and this is Flipping and Mashing. This is our second podcast, and uh, we got a couple different things to talk about. We're going to be talking about uh, my new game. I just got a new pinball machine. We'll be talking about some other uh, pinball machines that Parnell has, as well as we're going to do some uh, Destiny talk because I got a lot of problems with Destiny 2 right now. Not that I don't like the game, but we'll get into that later, as well as maybe talk about Bright from Netflix. We'll figure it out as we go along here.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get uh, into it. Steve. Steve, you have something new. Yes. We picked it up today. It's heavy as hell. Mm hmm. And it's very. It's in good shape. We looked at it yesterday. We went to the. We won an auction. And we checked it out the day before we could pick it up. Mm hmm. And uh, luckily the keys were there. So we opened her up and the boards looked super clean. Looked like they almost were freshly washed.
1: Either that or they were even new. They look so clean.
0: Yeah. Uh, like it's never been open.
1: Also, it seemed like a new power cord and other stuff as well.
0: Yeah. I I saw a couple transistors replaced like, uh, like the MOSFET thing. So like someone had done work on it, but play field's a little dirty. The plastics are a little faded, but... But considering how old the machine is... 1980. It's a very... Clearly he did
1: clean it. Either before oh. the auction or, or something. Cause, it, yeah. Because it was uh, very clean for such an old machine. So you won a... I'm not even sure what it's called, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, I, it, it's got, I forced it on him, yeah, so it's got, it's got he just two liked... very attractive uh, roller derby girls on it, but other than that, I don't know what I don't called. even know
0: if they're derby-ing. dirt der- Oh, derby-ing? derby <laughs> it, 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 it could, it could Yeah, they might just be roller skating, but either way... <laughs> It's a a nineteen eighty Gottlieb roller disco roller disco. Okay, well, four that, flippers. Well, that's, <laughs> they're doing the they're, they're roller disco. Yeah. yeah they're the roller <laughs> <dancing>. <laughs> um, the back glass is pretty good shape. There's a couple little wear mark wear marks where like the paint's fit, like flaking off, but nothing big. No, you couldn't tell from far away playing the game. Yeah, it's
1: gonna take some some fixing up, and it's gonna take some cool. We're gonna be doing some cool stuff to it. want I want to put in some. Uh, new leds in there brighten it up not just brighten it up but also add a lot of color to it it's already a very colorful game it's a very colorful game but it also f- it feels old and of course we haven't we
0: haven't even turned it on yet no we gotta get it all powered up and turn it on So i think we'll do it tomorrow at work we <laughs> yeah <laughs> we brought it to our work our work has like a giant old courtroom that's empty that we've carpeted and turned into kind of like a meeting room and yeah like a ballroom almost Ballroom, yeah ballroom good good uh good use of a word there and uh, I've been meaning to bring a couple of my games to work, uh, especially when I redo my basement. They're all gonna move there, so we just decided to move it there. To be honest, I think it's gonna get more use
1: at the office than it would even at my house. Cause yeah, I'll play it, but with all the guys there at the office, it's gonna get played.
0: But yeah, like I don't Probably play my games at home so until I have league night with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, we'll work on it, you know, at work or after work, and then get it up and running and put on free play we'll probably have to i think a system one we'll have to kind of do a little hack uh with an alligator clip or something to get the free play but sure or we'll just fleece some quarters out of these guys right. these cheapskates <laughs> either way I'm, I'm super excited about it i I'm,
1: considering that it doesn't have a theme that maybe i would be attracted to normally it doesn't have like a i don't know a, a transformers or or a tron or a lord of the rings uh theme i mean the idea of just like a roller disco doesn't i don't think i don't really care but for one the price was awesome oh yeah for two it's a really cool looking machine i think at least i think it's a really cool looking machine so uh plus it has a lot of history to it since it's so old and i'm excited to kind of make it a, a, like a new retro look when i want to add a bunch of new stuff to it even though it's old and retro
0: yeah, and it's pretty much the same size as my black hole, so it shouldn't be too much work. It, <clears throat> we had to pull the play field up and the head off when we moved it, so... With your black hole, did you, have you added a bunch of lights to yours? Not yet. Is that your plan? Yeah, I have a whole LED kit. Okay. It's just all white, though.
1: All right. Have you seen... Why, why did you pick white? Did you
0: see it like that? I just wanted to... So when I first got into the hobby, like my my first game was a a Gottlieb, it's like a ninety three Waterworld based off the movie. Oh really? Oh god, that game. I mean I have this nostalgic love of it, but I've even bought it a second time and it's just it's not as good as I remember (laughs) the first time. The game. The game. The game. The game's better than the movie. The movie He's also not as good as he remember. I don't know if I ever thought it was good. <laughs> I
1: thought it was good. I thought as a kid, this was a really cool, crazy movie. And then I saw it as an adult I'm like, this movie <laughs> is... is pure trash. <laughs> this is a trash, trash movie.
0: <laughs> uh, but as yeah. a kid, I was like, wow. This is a crazy, awesome movie. <laughs> I mean, jet skis. I mean, that was yeah. exciting. No, right? as a kid, it was amazing That dude me. just dove to the bottom of the ocean. No,
1: they live
0: on boats. It was bonkers cool. I Okay, yeah, you got me. I, I remember seeing it as yeah. a child and thinking it was pretty neat. No. And then as a, all the adults hated it, and I didn't know why. So I LED'd that color-wise, um, and that play field had a lot of color inserts, and so those popped real good. So What was the main color? A lot of purple and yellow. Really? And it just it looked good. So I was thinking it would be like a lot of blue or green or something like that. So there's I a lot of blue mixed, but like... The middle of the playfield, if I remember, is like a purple shield-looking thing with yellow inserts for um, your treasures that you have to get from the scoop. Okay. It's actually... I call it the poor man's medieval madness. Okay. It has a similar shot layout, except for like the castle. It's this, the D's boat. Sure. You fill up... The cool thing about Water row is like, you fill the boat up with your balls, and then it tips over and just dumps ball. Oh, really? It It's actually pretty sweet. Because that's super cool. I mean, I... I, got a, I shouldn't have sold the first. I should have just kept my first game. Sure. I, I lost money on it, selling it. It was dumb. But I wanted another game. But you bought it again. Yeah, not the same one. Um, But I bought it again, and ended up selling it within six months. Because you thought it was too boring. No, I needed... I don't remember if that was like my fire sale to buy a ring or something. Sure, sure, sure. Because then I got married. Makes sense. But there was some big chunk of money I needed, and I sold, like, CSI, Checkpoint, with, I had a new old stock play field that I found, in some someone in Canada had that I scooped up.
1: What was the deal with check? I mean, what does what Checkpoint mean? Like what was it's like theme?
0: a Porsche racing game. Oh. It's the first game with a shaker motor and this small DMD. Okay. It was pretty awesome. And I was big, I mean, I'm big into cars, so, like, sure. I was obsessed with it. And it was, like... The cabinet had water damage, but I got—I was gonna rebuild the cabinet. And I had a new playfield. I was gonna get touched up and clear coated, and then I just—I had it for I don't know three, four years and realized, you know, it's one of those projects where I don't have time for it and I keep buying other games, uh-huh. so maybe I should pass it along. Uh-huh. 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 So I ended up selling Checkpoint and Waterworld at MGC, and CSI I sold to a, a like a pinball buddy down south of us, um, and then I bought a wedding ring. So, you know, it wasn't for a bad reason. No. No, no, no. But they're definitely, like, And it was good if you monies. had
1: that in stock to be able to get a ring. I mean, you were able to, to dump these games and get a ring out of it, kind of.
0: Don't thing. say the dump. Don't that's not that's what I meant. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> so negative. I, mean,
1: I meant you could use these assets to get something. Yeah.
0: Okay. We went off topic, big Ten. Oh, sorry, yeah. All right. So we were
1: talking, okay. So. So, anyways, color-wise versus white light.
0: So, yeah, I mean, and. And that's the thing now is you know they call it clown puke, all the colors mm-hmm. you color match or make it look cool, and then a lot of purists they want the original white look, mm-hmm. but maybe even white LEDs are too much. They want incandescent bulbs, <clears throat> oh. like the like how they came from the factory. And I, I'll do. Uh, I think we we're going to talk about play ball today. Yes. And this kind of runs into that. I loved the incandescent look on that game because it's a '72, sure. so it's old. But I want LEDs. I don't. I don't want the heat off an incandescent melting my plastics because I already have one broken plastic. Okay. And that at that age, they even kind of start warping and they lift up. Even yeah. on your game, they yeah. they're kind of like coming up a little Right. Further. So I bought six different, six or seven different kinds of LEDs in like a natural white. I bought whoever recommended. Like this looks just like a incandescent. I bought them. I bought like a sample pack, and I tried them all and got in the my Gottlieb play ball. And I came down to the one that I liked the most. And thought looked as incandescent looking as it could. They don't look anything near an incandescent. Sure, um, but they light up the plastics in a similar-ish fashion, and they're at least not. Ultra bright, but because okay. a lot of them don't get the yellow that incandescents bring, mm-hmm. and they have too much light. But I want to say I can find it later. But it was like Coin Takers, natural, natural white, something or other. Okay. But there's they're, they're like the premium brand on the pinball LED. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like Comet makes a kind of a knockoff of them, that's pretty good, and then Pinball Life has their own kinds. There's a lot of kinds you can get, but. Okay, so for in your opinion. Now in my head since 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 I had
1: seen already what somebody had done on YouTube with with uh, my uh, roller disco game, they had a lot of purple mm-hmm. LEDs and I think they had clear bands. Would you go with a colored LED and a clear band or would you rather just go with like a, a white light and like a colored band like a, like a
0: purple or a yellow. I think I think that's a a personal opinion, right? Like, sure. white bands might not look really good on it just because the game is so colorful. But then there's just these plain white bands. I was thinking just because you like the color and the pop. Mm-hmm. I was almost thinking like Titans colored bands to match either the plastic color or the paint color on the playfield. Okay, and then colored inserts to match those like. Uh, to do the plastics would look really good. White would probably be fine with the color r- rubbers, but like if you wanted to do colored in certain spots, like under the play field to make an insert really pop with a okay. color. Sure, sure. I know on TNT, his he did, I forgot what they call them there, like the plastic little teepee kind of tents. Mm-hmm. He put color changers that kind of rotate colors themselves. Oh, really? And that's almost too much for me, just because the, the colors keep changing, and it kind of distracts okay, you. Sure. But um, definitely, you know, it's your game. Okay. But co- gonna, colored rubbers be cool.
1: I'm gonna have to try to look at some of the different options because I like the idea of a lot of color. Um, but maybe a white light with a colored band might be best. I'll, I'll have to take a look at a couple different things and see what
0: I and think yeah, I like supposed. a lot of. I'd recommend, you know, you buy a couple of, a certain, like, a couple colored bands and a couple colored LEDs. You don't, you don't buy the whole kit at once, because then you're kind of pinholed into that. A lot of time and money goes, goes out the door. Good point. And, unfortunately, I just gave all my extra LEDs. That's fine. Away. Uh, I sent them off to somebody who wanted them, and I didn't want anything to do with them.
1: No, that's fine. It's not a big deal at all.
0: But, I have a couple... the white ones, so we could throw those in. Okay, so we can at least see what that would look like. Yeah, especially in the back box, because you have a glass back, gla- uh, back glass. You want LEDs in there to not heat up the paint and flake.
1: Which is probably why it's already flaked a little bit already.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, my Playball has, and Black Hole has it as well. And you know how your your Roller Disco has those blue dis- mm-hmm. number displays? Mm-hmm. The, they rub the glass, just like my Black Hole, and they like wear off the blue tint on the glass. What? You're saying to remove it, you're saying? No, no like the displays kind of lean forward over time and then they rub on the glass okay. where the blue tint is. Sure. So that's it's that too. Okay. So there's all sorts of fun things with old games. Okay. But yeah, we can, I can find them tonight. We'll bring them tomorrow.
1: We haven't really talked to, oh, we talked a little bit about what, how we get into pinball.
0: Barely. I think we talked, because last episode we talked about how we got into video games. Yes. And that's kind of like the home entertainment. Right. So you got into pinball late. I got into pinball
1: late. Yeah. And the only reason why I even got into pinball was because I met you. And came
0: down to this room and saw all these machines and thought, this is freaking awesome. <laughs> I remember playing a couple games as a kid growing up, but never really caring. Mm-hmm. And I want to say like 2012, I had a co-worker who randomly said something about Tales of the Arabian Nights. And I thought, dude, that game's old. There has to be a virtual version now. Sure. And sure enough, I stumbled upon uh, virtual pinball and like V Pin and V uh, Pin Mame, which then led to there's another software application I'm blanking on. But I downloaded that, found the game because you can get the ROMs, and showed him, and we were playing Medieval Madness, Tales of Arabian Nights. And Attack from Mars. And, I mean, I spent evenings on my laptop. And I would travel for work with my laptop, and I'd be, you know, at a hotel. And I'd just be crushing out Medieval Madness all night long. Really? And one my, my, was well, my best score, like, 25 million. It was super crappy. You, I could get maybe two castles blown up, three.
1: So you got into pinball from virtual pinball. Yeah. Well, that's interesting.
0: So then... I. What people were doing, they were building real cabinets, but they put TVs in them. Hmm. So you'd have like a f- real pinball machine, but a virtual one. Sure. So I bought all these parts, about bought a high-end computer, all these TVs, got it set up on my desk mm-hmm. at, at my house, and then uh, when I needed to build a cabinet, I had planned to do it over Christmas break when I went to my parents' house. Never did it, and then decided buying a real game would be... Would be a good, you know, I could still play pinball until I made a, a virtual cabinet. Okay. And that's when I bought Waterworld. And then you never looked back. And I put my TVs in the closet <laughs> and the computer and they're still sitting in my game room under my pinball machines waiting for a cabinet.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. Uh, six years later. <laughs> Wait, so you have a TV large enough to fit? Right behind us is a 42-inch uh l. g. with this certain async, I think,
1: sure,
0: yeah, like they're on Craigslist right now. my buddy of mine has the a, a model from v pin uh, or Virtua pin down the cities, okay, um, I've played them, I've seen them you can get as intricate as you want with they have like shaker motors and feedback that makes it feel like a sound like a pinball machine. You can get these relays, it makes the click noise of a flipper button. All the coils, so it can be pretty authentic to a pinball machine. You just don't get the the physics of the virtual aren't can't emulate a real pinball machine. So you, sure, but at the same time, the the give or take
1: that you get there is you get every single possible pinball machine, all right there. Oh yeah,
0: and people keep people are either well they're good or bad. There's no in between. It's like well they're fantastic. If you can only have one game in your house, sure, you make a pin a virtual. You have every game you want. Uh-huh. And you can make it as intricate or as basic as you want. Or they're a really good addition to it in a collection because there's like, I'm not going to go buy a Big Bang bar at $20,000, uh-huh. but I can play a virtual version, uh-huh. which will satisfy me mostly. Uh-huh. And then they have this, I forget what it's called, there's this little narrow, it's almost like an arcade cabinet my buddy has from Virtual Pin that is a super tall, narrow, plays like an arcade, but as a f- a virtual pinball? Okay. Um, so it takes up less space. Yeah, so then I bought Waterworld and then uh That it was like a thousand dollars. It was a crazy deal. But that back then games weren't you know, back then I think medieval Madness was thirty five hundred. How much is it go for now? Eight oh, wow. eighty yeah. five. Okay,
1: so yeah, so they've flown up in price.
0: And I wish I had money back then. <laughs> sure, sure. So that was my number one game, that's why oh, yeah. I have it now my second game was Fishtails. And that's where I met one of my really good pinball friends. Was buying off Craigslist. So that's, that's how I got in. And then, you know, I just kind of... I kept buying, selling, trading. Sure. till today.
1: Yeah, I... Pinball to me was... Uh, before I met you and started playing down here... I, pinball to me was just an old version of what an, a video game was. Mm. So the thought to me was... Pinball Machines have stopped being made in, like, the 80s, and then every pinball machine that you see now it came from, like, the 80s, is what I always thought.
0: Yeah, a lot of people do.
1: Because whenever I see a pinball machine, I just assume this thing has been rotating around in the world for a long time, like <laughs> like, like, like an old penny or something like that. <laughs> and, and then, obviously, meeting you, I realized, oh, no, they're popping these babies out every single year. The new IP, you got the brand-new Star Wars ones that just came out not that long ago. Oh, yep. Um, always coming up with new and better ways to play your your game, to make it more and more cool. You got fancier shoots, you got fancier lights, you got all these cool different things. I like the fact that a lot of the machines, even though it's new, and they got all this new cool stuff, they, for the most part, all just still use the orange, what's it called? The DMD. Yeah, the DMD. The orange screen in the back. So, even though it's a new system, everything's new about it. You got new speakers everything else. It has that retro feel to it. It's because you're looking up there at that orange DMD. Now, you can get the colored ones, which are superior to the orange ones. Oh, yeah. But the orange ones have more retro feel. They make you feel like you're in that old setting. But the the colored ones are just so much better. It's mind-blowing.
0: Like For instance, you have one on your Medieval Madness, and it is gorgeous. I... They cost too much. Otherwise, I'd have them in all of them. But I have a trigger finger on a color DMD for Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. They haven't released it yet, but I can put it in like Lord of the Rings because that's another gorgeous game. Um, well, it's
1: because you there's so much on there. Yeah, and like, they the animations a, are crazy. Right. They do a lot with just an orange color, but when you see the difference between what they can do with actual color, it's like. We have to get colored for all these. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and like the like uh, the brand new games have LCD displays now. Oh, do they? So th- they're all is moving. Is that better though? Uh, so people thought so because when Jersey Jack came out with Wizard of Oz and Hobbit, you know, they, they could pretty much play the movie. Right. With so much cool stuff. But now people are finally, right, the the newness was like, oh my god, yeah, this is the, w- this is the future. This is the future. Now it's like, why don't play pinball on a monitor Correct. in the back box? Correct. And Jersey Jacks are big screens, which is good so you can see your progress in the game because they have really deep, long games, Uh especially Wizard of Oz. And so really it's just for onlookers or when you trap the ball and you look at your progress. Mm -hmm. But Stern, I think, has been... People have said good things about their size of screen, which is maybe twice the size of a DMD. I I don't own one yet, but I remember playing Aerosmith... At CES, and uh, it's a nice size. It's big, but not too big. You still get that big, cheap piece of artwork right above it, which I think a lot of people love. But for me, I love the dots. My buddy has color DMDs, and there's a version with the LCD where you can, they kind of bleed the dots together to be, they call it like high res. Okay. So instead of dots, it's just, it looks like, uh, I don't know, it's solid color. Sure. And I don't like it. I like the dots. I like the nostalgic dots. So the color DMD with the, the nice dots does it for me.
1: I think I agree with you. Because just watching from YouTube, like the brand new Star Wars, because that, that's an LED, right? I mean, L- an LCD screen, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, mm, maybe for Star Wars it's different because, hey, they, first of all, they did a good job at the game. And it's kind of cool with the game because it's like you're watching your, that movie. But with the DMD, I like the colored dots because you still have a retro feel, but you get the cool color, and I think they do a great job artistic-wise with everything that they what they do there. Um, so, I personally, I like the DMD as well. Yeah. So that was your history.
0: Yeah. I mean, I
1: guess <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's not much. It's not much history. I mean, because I, I now have my very first machine, which we are going to. Uh, fix up and get ready to fly, um, but that's that is my whole history. This is my first machine. I o- only started playing with you. Uh, these are pretty damn much the only machines I've even used. Is the ones that, that are down here in your basement or
0: at uh, Kevin's house, and that's about it. And then now you get to introduce to your to your son. You get to have your He's own game. Love it.
1: In in our uh, that, that courtroom at our office, we have a big huge roulette table and he'll sit there and spin that roulette table (laughs) and drop that ball in for hours which is stupid to me but he'll he'll do that as soon as he sees that pinball machine all set
0: up he's not gonna leave that machine which may be good not to have at your house because like i don't play my games ever Mm -hmm. so when you have it you don't use it but when you don't have it Mm -hmm. easy access yeah yeah and that's actually a very good point he will
1: love to go there and play it But if it's at the house, it's old, it's boring, doesn't matter. Yeah, (laughs) been
0: there and done that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, that could lead us to the CES talk. Good point. So, for our work,
1: uh, we've gone to CES a lot. We've gone to PAX, we've gone to uh, E3 several times. You are heading off to CES this This
0: Sunday. Yep, Yep, this weekend. Ditching the family. And the cool thing about CES, I uh, was there the last couple of years. Uh, Stern usually usually releases a new game there. A new pinball machine. So, yep, they'll announce a new one. So last year, I'm pretty sure it was Aerosmith. Uh, they had an Aerosmith and a the new Spider-Man, the pin, and the Batman '66. Um, the year before, God, I can't remember. There was a year where they had released uh, WrestleMania. I remember that. But, um, so this year I'll get to go, maybe we'll get to kind of walk over to their booth early. Uh, know last year I did not, I respectfully did not take pictures or tell anybody, but I, I waited until the opening day when they were then, you know, the embargo kind of lifted and they announced it, but, um, I'll sneak over there and take a look.
1: You gotta let me know know what's going on over there. Yeah. And
0: then, and then obviously once the show starts, you can play them. So I get to go play and I talked to a couple of employees and. Now there's no okay. So I went to CES with you last year,
1: and there's no video game companies there. There's mm. some VR stuff. Oh like, yeah, yeah. VR Xbox isn't there.
0: No, if they are, it's really small. I mean, because Sony's there, but they are not they're, they're showcasing TVs, cameras, my, tech, my, tech.
1: You know what? Microsoft isn't there as a whole. Oh, they're not even there at all. Just like Apple's not there. Because they have their own event, or are they wait twenty three. They have their own. Well. Oh, E3, yeah, exactly. Xbox will show off all their junk at E3 for sure. Um, and
0: I think technically they show their all their stuff like a day early. Well, they're, they, Sony and Microsoft have now been like releasing a day a day early, and then the next year it's two days early. Now, right. now it's like a week early. Yeah, they want to have their own event kind of. But it has to be in correlation
1: with E3. So. Yeah, it's the same week. Right. Um, so yeah, Microsoft and Apple weren't even there at all. And to be honest, I wasn't impressed with... Pretty much anything I saw at uh, uh, CES, E3, I was blown by a ton of stuff. But like CES, which is just consumer electronics, everyone. Okay, cool. You make a TV? Oh, so did that. <laughs> okay. it's like it's pretty much everybody just showing that they make a TV or a stereo sound system, a fitness band, a fitness band, maybe a camera. A couple people. The uh, one company I was impressed with, they made a really cool uh, AR. Uh, glasses like set that in my opinion look just as good or maybe even better than
0: Microsoft's HoloLens and theirs is way, way, way smaller. Oh, that'd be nice because yeah. I didn't realize how big Microsoft was until I saw that video. It was huge. Like, their yeah, demo it's, it's a whole entire
1: like almost... I mean, it's not yeah, helmet. it's corded, isn't it?
0: Yeah, there's that problem too. And I don't know if theirs
1: is corded. Now, theirs was corded there. Sure. But I don't know if that was like a... Well, uh, yeah.
0: Even... Well, CES...
1: PS4 VR is recorded. Yeah. I don't know, but I I really... When it comes to VR and AR, to me, the future only works if it's mobile. If I can put it on my head and play without having a cord to it the whole entire time.
0: Well, I think Google Glass was like the Panasonic 3DO. It was ahead of its time. It was kind of where people want it to be. Sure. But then it was too early, it tanked, people used it for really weird, bad things.
1: They didn't have a a (laughs) lot of good programs or something to sell it with. And there wasn't support for it.
0: It was, you can take pictures with it. And you can have things recognized, right? I thought they... That was in theory. They didn't actually do that. (laughs) So you could take video, you could take pictures. Yeah. In the commercial, they
1: show what you can do with it. Kind of like our product, it shows what you can do with it. But uh, when it comes down to what you can actually do, when their Google Glass could basically take pictures. And I think it could take notes for you and stuff like that, like Google Glass, uh, set in a reminder, blah, 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 blah. But your phone can do that. So what was the point of having to buy these super expensive glasses?
0: And weren't they supposed to release a newer version recently? Like they've been talking about it? Someone oh. mentioned it to me. Yes, but I don't think they ever did. I know no. that they never did. Yeah, I haven't seen them yet. I mean... I mean, Snapchat glasses came out, and they just take pictures. They they got popular really quick because they were so rare, and I think now well, th- they've lost money. Well, on two
1: reasons why. Well, really?
0: Well, they're just yeah. I don't think they're. But that was just something I heard. Like I didn't go and dig up, you know, okay, the, well, that's fine. the details.
1: But I mean, like Snapchat, I think is special because uh, I don't personally use Snapchat. I don't care about Snapchat, but everyone I know all uses Snapchat, and. Those glasses were such a huge deal because they were a big deal. They were really cool, kind of like having like a Nike shirt. It's cool because it's Nike. Oh yeah. Kind of like these glasses are cool snap because of Snapchat glasses. Chats. Exactly. And they were bright. They were colorful. If you look at them in reality, they're goofy. They're, they're not.
0: And cool. I looked at because we have some at work, and I was gonna try to like hack them to work with just my camera's phone Sure. or my phone's camera. Sure. And nope, they only work with Snapchat. Which is good for their company. Well, it was great for their company. Right. And we were able to scrape the pictures out for our product, but that's it. I mean, they're, uh-huh. they're tied to one thing. I mean, if they would have released it and my iPhone's standard camera app could have tied with them, I would have freaking bought them because it would be fun to have them and just dick around. But
1: How do you take the pictures with the Snapchat glasses?
0: I thought there's a button on the frame, and I think you can click it, and you can click it. So many times, three times for, you get a you can do a video or a picture or something. Okay. I've never used them.
1: Well, I remember our boss was he was taking photos, and I maybe he did brush the the, his the bridge of his glasses or something like that. I I don't remember him doing it. but I remember him saying like, "Well, I'm, I'm recording this right now." I was like, "Okay, that's cool." I uh, didn't know
0: that you were filming me right now, <laughs> but uh, <coughs> I don't know. But CES, it's just a ton of TVs. I'm. And drones. And dr- A lot, lot of, drones. of drones.
1: Everybody's got a drone out there. Now, there's some cool drones. For instance, there was one that uh, everyone has now seen probably on Facebook or whatever when everyone talks about the Dubai taxis and stuff like that. The air taxis. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, well, there was a... F- I think for the first time ever uh, while we were at CES, there was a drone that was capable of carrying full people in it completely uh, autonomous, you get in it, you set a location, it brings you to point B. Um, now, they said the stats of how far it can go, on, you know, so f- how far it can h- go as well as how mm-hmm. high it can go, everything else, and I wasn't impressed with its stats, but it was still cool to see what
0: could be. Yeah, it's like the starting of that technology. Correct. And I now, think it's scary. Right, yeah, yeah <laughs> agreed.
1: But even now... Their numbers have gone way up. They can go way further on you know, one single charge and so on. But that's just like a Tesla or anything else. Tesla's able to now drive all the way to, well...
0: 650? 650? I don't know. They just did a huge Cannibal
1: <clears throat> run in a very, very short amount of time. Now, that doesn't mean that they ran it in one single charge, obviously, because that'd be impossible still, I think.
0: It has to be impossible. I think on Cannibal, every night they find a hotel to party at. No, they can't. What do you mean? Cannonball run, they got to go straight, don't they? they? They can't stop. Well, there's the old school where there was like, do you, whoever gets to point A. Oh, so nowadays cannonball runs, they they only count the time that you're driving. They're like just car rallies now that are like more legal, and no, I mean the cops caught on, so they just they were just ramming people over on the highway, mm. going too fast and. Bummer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, never mind.
0: So maybe it's, maybe it's not a camel run, but it's okay. like these car rallies that are similar. They have checkpoints, and then every night they party at a hotel, sure. then the next day they take your time when you arrived yeah. and like let you out in that order. Okay. So.
1: Well, they made it in a record period of time, at least for electric cars. I doubt that it was for cars in general, but it was for at least electric cars, they made a, a brand new record for their cannonball run whatever that means nowadays that's mm-hmm. a bummer to me because I always thought it was it was them getting in the well, car and
0: just can't we, pee, mother we're going all the way there right now <laughs> and maybe it was a coast to coast underground uh, who was that guy's name Alex something he did like a BMW M5 that he souped up with extra fuel tanks and he had the gyroscope enabled uh, binoculars so that you wouldn't get car sick watching for cops out the window and he had planes helping him track police really? And he did it in the fastest time possible. Well, fa- not the fastest time possible, fastest time to date. They and we met him at CES last year. Oh, really? Yeah, Coy did. And I took a picture. I was like, oh, do you know who that is? He's like, no. I'm like, <laughs> 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 if you're a car guy, you should know who he is. That's very cool. We met a lot of people at
1: CES last year that I didn't even know who I was talking to. Like, there was a bunch of uh, football. Um, yeah, they were football players, they were Chargers. Yeah, there were there were San Diego Chargers at the time. Now they're all L.A. Chargers, I think. Maybe they were L.A. Chargers at the time. I don't know. But either way, uh, I was talking to three of them, and I finished my whole entire spiel of what our product can do, and they were all jazzed about it. They wanted to buy it, and then I, you know, sent them off with you know brochures, whatever they needed to do, and then I turned around behind me where a bunch of people all standing there like gawking, and I didn't know they're all there. Like, do you know who that is? Like, no idea who that is. <laughs> like to be honest. So if it was even if it was Philip Rivers if I'm talking to him in that scenario not at a football you know game or something like that I wouldn't know who I'm talking to Yeah well maybe if he had a jersey with his name on the back Yeah then I know exactly <laughs> if he showed up in a jersey I would, I'd i put the dots together but if he just shows up in just some street clothes I'm never going to assume that it's anybody Yeah Tom Brady could be standing there talking to me and oh, I, would I would, just assume I, wouldn't, he's,
0: I wouldn't recognize him Yeah just some good looking guy basically At my old job uh, when I was like sixteen, I met a bunch of people that are famous in Minnesota, and you know, you're supposed to be a professional, so I've never treated them any different. Sure, but it's exciting, right? Definitely. But yeah, Vegas is full of the famous people walking around. Well,
1: when we went to PAX, there was a lot of big people there. Um, the guy from I don't think the show even exists anymore. What's that? Like it was like it was called a Chuck. Something like that, or, Oh, know, yeah, the like a Chuck, spy? the office one. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Is it, it called it, just Chuck? I think Chuck. Oh. He walked through our booth, checked out our stuff, didn't even stop. He just like glanced around and like, kept on walking. He was clearly on a mission to something else, which I thought was a bummer because I wanted to be like, oh, hold on, but uh, he blew right by. And then uh, Steven Spielberg was there with a kid. I don't know if it was his kid or who it was, but Steven Spielberg, was, yeah, he was there with a the kid.
0: Shaq was there. Well, I remember Shaq. And then uh, the guy, the mini-me uh, actor. The little, little, little guy? Vern? I don't know his name. Wow. I have no idea what his I name is. I thought you were big into movies. I, I don't know who that guy's name is at all. <laughs> remember him? That might have been at E3. So, we'll have an update. We'll update show. Right. Maybe we'll try to do a phone call recording. If we sure. can figure it out. is there's, there's any really cool tech that you think... Oh, that the...
1: Yeah, it needs to be talked about. I'll oh. tweeter
0: it at you. Sure. Sounds <laughs> good. <laughs> Sounds good. What's next? Na- oh, Destiny. Destiny. Destiny 2. Alright. So, oh. before you go on your rant... Go ahead. I bought Destiny 1 at the end of its life. Sure. And had to work my way up to be able to play with you guys. Right. And I know you helped me. Um, The hardest part for me was, the game was just... So hard to play by yourself. You just could... You had to have a, a group. Okay. So, like, I tried to play by myself, but you had to be, like, five to ten levels above what that campaign was going to be. Otherwise, you just got your... You just got crushed by the boss. Um. So, when Destiny 2 came out, the story kind of... The storyline campaigns were doable mm-hmm. as a single player. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people did it. I mean, people did it in one, but it was a lot easier... But as a group, maybe they made it harder with more people. So, but it was a good game. I thought it was pretty decent. Story's fine. A lot of freaking what does it call it when you tedious. Grinding. A lot of grinding. Tons of it. A lot of grinding. But when you have the time for it, I feel like it's a decent game. It's kind of fun. It. It is a fun game.
1: I okay. So Destiny One. Uh was. I've played Destiny 1 too much. so much. Way too much. Uh, way too much. And it, it blew my mind, actually, how addicted I kind of became to the game. Not, maybe not even the word addicted, but it's the only game I wanted to play. I
0: think you kind of... You fell f- just like I fell in the pinball. You, you got so in-depth. You loved the lore of it. And I never expected it. I never expected to fall in love with Destiny 1. I... I But got did you get in on launch? Or did you get in after no. they fixed it? Because there was that whole no. initial shenanigans. Yeah, yeah you're, you're talking about the Taken
1: King. I didn't come in after the Taken King. I came in after the the first DLC from year one. And they had already done several altercations to the game before I even showed them. It wasn't the huge one of the Taken King. Taken King, in reality... Basically turned Destiny 1 into Destiny 2. And then Destiny 2 is like a third game, almost. But, um... Yeah, when I came in, it they already fixed a lot of problems, which had turned off a lot of the original Destiny players. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I, technically <clears throat> I came in probably at the correct time for me, at least. Sure. Plus there was also new stories, because I came in after DLC. Oh, got, yep. So that I had even more lore to uh, play with. Um... I was never ever expecting to get sucked into the game that much. I enjoyed the grind. I enjoyed everything about the game. I got sucked in so hardcore, I couldn't even believe it. Um, I would say Destiny was basically like my version of. Uh, what's that Blizzard game? The big one? World of Warcraft. Yeah, World of Warcraft. People get sucked in and they spend their entire lives playing <laughs> World of Warcraft. That was my World of Warcraft, was Destiny. Did you
0: get into Destiny though when you were out in the oil fields? When you had a ton of time? No, because
1: I didn't have the internet.
0: Oh. Yeah. You lived like an Amish person. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you just drew Destiny
1: characters on paper and made them fight? <laughs> no, I I didn't... I didn't play... Uh, well, okay. It's kind of twofold. I went out to uh, North Dakota a second time. When I went out the second time, I refused to ever live in a man camp again. I needed to live in a city that had internet. Amenities, yeah. Right. So, because I was never going to be able to go back to, to that lifestyle. I needed... I was used to internet again. I was like, I'm not, I can't go back. I need internet. I need to be able to play video games or whatever. But uh, when I was out there the first time, it was just... I, I had an Xbox 360 at the time. And I had it in like the special case that had a screen on it. Oh, yeah. So I was able to watch my movies. or I was able to watch my movies or play my games on that
0: screen in my bunk. Sure, so, like, really small setup. You didn't need an extra TV hanging on the wall and all these cords running around. No, no. And I was able to fold it up
1: and move it away. I just left it open in my bunk, and I just slept next to it all the time.
0: Cause that's just, so, just... didn't that red ring your 360? No, I turned it off. But, <laughs> but I was saying, like, I...
1: You are just doing the blanket trick. <laughs> just I just I, I, I just slept next to it all the time. <laughs> um, but anyways, okay, that, that's way off topic. So, with Destiny... One, I was got sucked into it full-time, and I loved it to death for about, I don't know, I I forget how long Destiny 1 lasted. It was, let's see, one full year to Taken King, I think, then Taken King hit, and uh, I was in it, I guess, for a while after that, but then I fell off. I fell off about, I don't know, four months into Taken King. It just got boring to me. Sure. But I played it for over a year, straight. I mean, that's a long time for me nowadays to play any new game. I mean, when I was a teenager, I could play one game for like two years, three years. Yeah. But
0: nowadays, you got a new game coming out left and right. Oh man! And with when you have a when you're an adult with a job, you can buy those every month or two right. and.
1: I can just I can get a new game and completely forget that I have three stacked up that I haven't even finished. Yeah but uh, so yeah, I played that for about four months into, into Taken King and then I, I, I ended it for a while and then I think they came out with they didn't come out with another DLC but I needed to oh they did they did drop another DLC they came out with uh, the Iron Lords so I played it for a while after that and again I dropped off after I kind of gained a lot out of Iron Lords I dropped off quit I don't know what I was playing in the meantime but um, probably Hydro Thunder with Destiny 2 I had a lot of hype about Destiny 2. I was really excited for it. I remember you and Jesse were. Um, it dropped, and I really, really like it a lot, story-wise. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm, I'm very impressed with it. I think they did a lot of really good things with it that are much better than
0: Destiny 1. You know what still sucks? Running around this damn city finding these people, and it takes forever yeah. to get up and down these stairs and all sure. these little secrets. It's like, no, I hear you. I mean, I get having a town that's alive, but like, really, I gotta go eight flights down, a couple secret passageways to find the person that has the jet plane things. Sure, I completely understand. <laughs> I completely understand. It. I, I,
1: I'm, I'm so used to it that it doesn't sure. bother me at all. Uh, but I, I get why you would, why you, for instance, if all you played was like Call of Duty or Titanfall or pretty much any other game, you don't have to do any of that.
0: Well, you I, play your game, you get your credits and then you spend them Well, even you like want. Diablo, right? You, the, there was towns, but they weren't, they, they didn't feel like it took that long to get to that next person. Well, very good point.
1: Because the town, you can pretty much, like in Diablo, you can just travel around this very short map.
0: Yeah. For the most part. but And it's more like a, you know, s- sort of 3D side, you know, scrolling. Yeah. not. Well, uh, see, you're looking down at you. Yeah.
1: A, yeah, I know what you're saying. But they're all kind of right there. Technically,
0: if you could be in that at the guy's eye level, you can kind of look at all the characters. Yeah, maybe Diablo 2 or 3 got big, but not as big as like Destiny. Like taking forever to get run down. No,
1: anyway. No, not at all. But uh, I guess my problem currently with Destiny, because I think I'm done with Destiny 2. That's a big statement, Steven. Yeah, I think I'm completely done with Destiny 2. So they just dropped their latest DLC, uh, Osiris. And I got it all excited again, because I, I fell off before uh, Osiris because this current version maybe it is not different but it sure as hell feels a lot more different to me it feels so grindy and so tedious and so mind numbing that I can play the story and the story feels fine but as soon as I'm done with the story I don't want to grind I don't want to try to get this uh, special gun or whatever because for one the gamble of, of constantly... <sighs> I could spend hours and hours and hours trying to get something. And it's all a straight gamble. You may never get it. Oh, that's right. It's like a drop. I know that there was a lot of that in... in well, it's what kind of the full first game is based off of. But for some reason, it didn't bother me the first time around. But this time, I'm over it. You're old and wise. I can't take it anymore. And all I can think is... You got about... Four different types of currencies in this game, which is still less than what they had in Destiny 1. Destiny 1 had so many currencies, it was just pure stupid. It's like, they just had... They, they had no idea what they were doing. Now they kind of slimmed it down, so you got um, Glimmer, mm, Yep. you got Silver, you got Silver Dust, then you got a whole bunch of different like collectibles that you can pick up off the ground, and in reality, in my opinion, not that anyone gives a crap about my opinion... <laughs> But in my opinion, they should only have one currency, just Glimmer. And you can buy Glimmer if you want. But when it comes to all the guns, you got to get rid of this whole entire randomness. you got to get rid of the roll. It has to be, if you want a gun, you go earn your Glimmer, you come back to town, and you buy your gun, just like in real life.
0: Well, there was a lot of missions, or I don't know what you call them. was it like nightfalls or something, where you go do a specific task to get a specific, unique weapon yes but and uh, quests, those kind of random quests or no the, some of them are those
1: are straight up legit straight okay and those are really cool when you know that there's an actual thing at the end of this quest and i'm gonna get this gun that's awesome they had a couple of those after the taken king came out actually after uh what is it called the, the iron lords came out you could get uh the gallahorn um, I think there was another gun as well that, that you could get, but the same thing with uh, this time around. They had a couple quests that you were able to go do, and you
0: could get this very rewarding gun at the end. Yeah, I got some gold gun, and I was going to team it up with some sort of gold pistol thing. Sure. Sure. I'm but really good at describing guns. Yeah,
1: <laughs> But like the 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 multi-tool. Yes,
0: those things.
1: Yep. yep. that was a quest item, and it felt awesome to do that. I'm not saying that they have to do that for every single gun. I think that they should, but I don't. I'm not saying that they that they that they have to. Well, at least it felt like you earned it. Yes, you went and you did something and you got something because of what you did. Whereas now it's go play an indefinite amount of hours, and you might someday get what you want, or more likely, you'll get the same thing 35 times in a row, and you won't give a crap. And then you realize, why the hell am I playing this game? <laughs> uh, so, like, for instance, the Donning just came out. And this is why I think the grind has become so blatant to me. The Donning was this just this cool little, I don't know, its not it wasn't DLC, but you could call it kind of a DLC. It was just a thing for Christmas. They came out with a whole bunch of new armors and uh, a couple new weapons and a lot of they made the whole entire world feel Christmassy and snowy. Oh, and it was wow. Yeah, it was a fun thing that they, they did. And they did that for Halloween and stuff. But I've only played that. Right. Which that, is sad. I should have played the Christmas. Yeah, and one. I really enjoy the fact that they do it. Just for no reason. Just for free. For the fun of it. Um, a lot of games do do it as well. So I'm not going to say that they're unique and special about it. But it's cool that they do it for free. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I want all these cool new armors. Because they do look really great. They did a good job designing them. But can you get them? No. You can't. And it, it. that's what drives me up the wall. So I have almost a full set of armor. One set. I think there's two or three sets of armor. I have one, almost one full set of armor. But to get this, uh, since they don't run on one currency, I had to... I won one thing. The rest of it, I had to buy I won the cloak, but to get the legs, to get the chest piece, I don't have the arms or helmet, but to get the legs and the chest piece, I had to break down all of my ghosts. I had to break down a bunch of my speeders and stuff like that to get this tiny amount of silver dust to then present to the lady, like, listen,
0: what can I get with this?
1: Um, You can get that chest piece right there. Cool. Deal. It's like like going to... uh,
0: Oh, God. It's like going
1: to the Pon, Pon America. America. Exactly. It's like going to Pon America, <laughs> trading in all your DVDs. Like, what can I get with this? Well, you can get one DVD right here. <laughs> oh, fine. Deal. Take it. 100 DVDs for what? Exactly. That's exactly how it felt. And just last night, I grinded a bunch of little quests for them. Came back. They gave me zip, zero. They gave me some shaders. And I was like, all right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm over it. I would much rather just play Titanfall where you you earn you earn what you what is the right word I'm trying to say Like you get what you earned If that makes, that's, yeah. the time you put in you get some credits and with those credits do whatever the hell you want you want to buy that gun? cool you want to buy a shader for that titan? cool no they're your credits you do whatever you want with them that's how a game should be played in my mind
0: or it could be like Battlefront 2 and make you spend money just kidding now they, they removed that well for now so for now
1: <laughs> and again Battlefront 2 has its huge issues because we, should, a, we shouldn't get into that we're not going to get 20. into it it <laughs> yeah we're not going to get into that yeah because Battlefront 2 is it's its main issue is that they built a game that was made to be pay to win
0: and then they removed that element so it's just a broken system altogether uh, speaking of his pay to win thing someone on my pinball forum brought up Redbox now has a new type of movie disc that is like burned just for Redbox, and it's just a rental. So what they do is the rental only has the core movie. There's no bonus content, there's no extras, there's no extended cuts, deleted scenes, nothing, And and it tells you that. You go to that that you know menu item, and it's like, nope, you have the rental. To watch these extras by... Or rent or buy the, the full disc or whatever. Okay. So now that's disseminating into all these other aspects of our digital life because... It
1: goes to show you how big red boxes become.
0: Yeah, and, and in reality, like, when I rent a movie on Amazon, I don't think I get the special content. I think I just get the movie.
1: They will specifically tell you.
0: Oh, sure. Maybe... They a, make a
1: really big deal about it. If you get any kind of bonus content... They just break that up like really big. Like, like oh,
0: you're renting bonus yeah,
1: This is all the crazy bonus content. Oh, you're saying
0: renting-wise? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: agreed. Renting-wise, all you get is the the, the movie. And
0: I don't know. I mean, for the five bucks, whatever it is on Amazon, I, it's cheaper than my one ticket to a movie theater. So in reality, it's worth it to me. Mm-hmm. It annoys me that I have to pay $5 instead of driving to Redbox yeah. for a buck and a quarter. Agreed.
1: Yeah, whenever I rent something off of Xbox... I'm always basing it off of the fact that if you weren't so lazy, <laughs> you could you could go get up, go to Redbox and save a lot of money right now. With the extra like,
0: money, you could then drive to Taco Bell. Yeah, well, that's true. Pick up a meal and come home.
1: Well, if I have told myself that, then I would probably never get anything at Xbox. <laughs> no, but, no, you know. You could get Taco Bell instead. They're catering to our, well, you know.
0: The laziness. Your time
1: well, and, well. Agreed. T- time and money. It's a time versus money
0: thing. Yeah, because. Driving and then having to wake up and then return it the next day. Well, mm-hmm. oh, if it's a Friday, mm-hmm. I don't want to wake up. Or return it on what Saturday when mm-hmm. I'm planning on you know convenience, being, being lazy, but maybe working on the house. Very good point. I know I feel better about my purchases. <laughs> me. Um, I think f- our task for the next episode is we are going to watch Bright on Netflix.
1: No. I personally have already seen it. And I have a lot of opinions about it. I like the movie a lot. I'm not going to
0: say anything more than that. But you have just. You just recommended all? it. Yes. Okay. So I've started it. And then my f- newly born daughter started crying really loud. And that pretty much wrecks any sort of watching <laughs> of something serious. <coughs> <clears throat> so I will probably watch it when I'm in Vegas.
1: Oh, yeah. Actually, what you should do is you should download it, load it up early, and then watch it on your flight.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I got my Switch. I'm debating if I should bring it. But I got the Pinball Arcade and the Pinball FX games on my Switch. Really? So I can play Pinball. Either way, you should bring it with you. Oh, there's no Netflix on the dumb thing. Ooh. Well, you got a cell phone.
1: I know. You got a laptop. You got a lot of devices you can watch Netflix on. Ugh.
0: But that's a, that's my job. I'm going to watch Netflix or er, Netflix. I'm going to watch Bright, and then we're going to do a review about it. Cause I think it, I think it's like uh, it's kind of like the, maybe not the first, but it's a blockbuster like movie produced by a, a digital content maker, or, or, what do you call Netflix? They're a content maker and distributor, digital streaming service. I don't know. Yeah, uh, whatever.
1: Now, either way, agreed. This is the biggest movie. Actually, this is where it comes down to. This is the biggest movie, big budget movie, that has never made it to a theater. Oh, yes. Very good way to put it. Because if you're going to spend this much money on a film, everyone assumes, oh yeah, let's well, go in a theater, and that's how you make a lot of your money out yeah. it. Yeah.
0: They completely sent it out for free. Now, and, but, I, and Will Smith, and I think maybe a couple other big actors are in it. Yeah. And it's it, kind of, this is like a, maybe not a first, but it's big.
1: It is. Big for Netflix. And it, uh, it was a very expensive movie. Maybe next week we'll actually get the actual numbers on it. For one, how much it made, as well as how much it cost. Um, actually, I can take that back. It doesn't make anything because it's free.
0: Well, I mean, you have to pay it's your 10 or 11 bucks a month. Okay.
1: it's nothing more than your ten
0: bucks a month. And the only way they know is like how many you know people watch it, which they don't reveal. Oh, so the, yeah, they don't reveal it Netflix, unless Netflix doesn't reveal stuff. unless you're a holiday movie and they call out. The fifty-three people that watch the yes. same movie over yes. and over yes. again. But other than that, they don't reveal <laughs> stats, which sucks. But I'm assuming it's a pretty popular movie. Oh, so popular they've already said they're making
1: uh, a second movie. No, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they've already confirmed. And I think that, that it was already so did they much confirm of before they released it or like they confirmed? Oh, t- take that back. They officially, officially, officially confirmed it today or yesterday. Oh, so it was just rumored, right? It was a heavy rumor the day before the actual release. Like, somebody, it got leaked. Like, they're going to make a second version of this. And then all the days after, everyone kept saying, yep, they're already making it. Or, I, don't know, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think The Verge said it. Everybody was saying they're already making yeah. it. And then they came out officially and said it either
0: today or yesterday. Yes, we're coming out with the second movie. Sweet. I mean, I watched like the first 10 minutes and I was like, it feels pretty quality.
1: It's a great movie, in my
0: in my opinion. I'm not going to
1: say anything more, because we're supposed to review it. To All right, next time. We'll stop talking about it. Yeah.
0: So. We freaking forgot to tell our listeners that yes. don't listen where we are located. So they give context to, like, you know, okay. when we say we don't have our arcade or pinball around us, they know why. Sure. So we're in northern Minnesota.
1: Oh if you want to say our city, because you care about that. Well, it's not like they're not going to find us.
0: Oh, well, good point. <laughs> right. So so
1: so we're in Duluth, Minnesota. Duluth which is like
0: Duluth, Minnesota Superior, Wisconsin.
1: Yeah. It is an ice ball right now. -20 <laughs>
0: on average right
1: yep, now. Yep. It is it's pretty insane and I know I know a lot of the nation right now is dealing with the, with this frigid cold, but I also know like people in like California and so on like that idea you have n- for real you have no idea what minus 20 means.
0: Well, like last weekend I want to say it was negative 40, or at least it was negative mm-hmm. 30 with a wind chill of negative 40. Yeah. And even my lab did not want to stay outside. It's insane. And he loves being cold outside. Uh, so I have a little
1: 3-year-old and he can't go out and slide. He can't go out and like you it's so cold that you can't play with the snow. The snow is ice snow. It's just a solid ice chunk that looks like snow, but it's just a huge, massive slab of ice.
0: Yeah, it's not comfortable.
1: No, you, you can't use it to go sliding or to make a snowball out of. So, what do you do with this kid now? He's just stuck in a house for weeks on end.
0: So, we all... Give him Benadryl and just let him go to <laughs> sleep. We, we keep going to McDonald's. <laughs> we well, keep... The, <laughs> we keep the, going to the right. McDonald's he goes to has a play place, like a jungle gym kind of right. playground. But it's not just us.
1: A lot of families... <laughs> a lot of families... The whole city. Yeah. Keeps going to McDonald's. This place is packed with kids all the time because there's nothing to do with them. So it's like, well, we're going to McDonald's again because there's a play place there. Or, I mean, we I we go to the YMCA and go swimming. Oh, yeah. Um, We've done some of that. Uh, We've also gone
0: to... Uh, Adventure Zone, which is our local arcade and stuff like that. So that is a yeah, that is going to be our local arcade. Yep, they pretty much get the new Roth Rills games. Mm-hmm. Um, they have two really
1: cool games right now that Parnell has not played yet. And I, I again, since I go there so often with my kid, uh, this game I doubt it's new, but it's certainly new to me. It's uh Justice League. No, called Injustice. It's newer. Right. Now, it's not Injustice 2, because Injustice 2 is on console right now. And I'm pretty sure that there is a Raw Thrills arcade game called Injustice 2 that you showed me. Oh. So this is completely different. Right. This is just Injustice. So I assumed it was an old machine. But it doesn't play like an arcade machine. It looks like one when you walk up to
0: it. But, for one, it spits... We're going to we have to talk about it more next time because it, it, we have we, to go into a lot more detail. So, well, what I wanted to say was we have this arcade kind of place. It's like a kid's zone. They have a mini golf batting cages. But they kind of rotate arcade games. I remember when I first started going down there frequently was when I found out they had H2 Overdrive. Mm-hmm. And I'm obsessed with Hydro Thunder, so I had to go play And I probably dropped 20 bucks in a day just on the one game. And you can like save it to a phone number, like a, mm-hmm. a number. So that is going to be where we we're going to go there. Play play games, play new games, and then kind of talk about them, review them to the listeners.
1: Yeah, they have a Ghostbusters game that you need to play for sure. Yeah,
0: because you love Ghostbusters. My, my Except the guns just... broke, so we got the we'll one the bug of, them.
1: Yeah, one of them is broken. So it's a it's a two player game with two to, with two guns. And I call them every now and then, be like, "Hey, do you guys fix that one gun?" Oh yeah, yeah we got to fix. So you go down there, it's still broken as hell.
0: I think we need to meet the owner and like. Volunteer or some fixing skills, or because each last time I played Issue Overdrive, the like the gas hand mechanism was broke. I don't the thrust. It's frustrating
1: that that to be willing to let it. I get it. the The employees that are there, it's not their machine. Why should they care? But at the same time, for the experience of the people going into this arcade, if you are using machine that doesn't work properly, Ooh.
0: it. It ruins the whole entire experience. Yeah, and then your money's lost, and you know some people will go ask for their money back, and some people won't. I, I never do personally.
1: I don't either. I'm just I'm just bummed
0: out. Yeah, uh, I've had
1: it a couple times I've lost out on tokens or whatever because uh, like there's this one game I forget what it's called, but you're supposed to drop all these balls and these buckets that go around, and one time. I was going to win the jackpot. I know I was going to win the jackpot. I was hitting everything perfectly, and I only had like three balls left. And then they stopped dropping.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying the, and,
1: Nope, and then the time ran out. And they were just stuck up in like the chute. And I was just staring at it like,
0: you're kidding. You're freaking kidding. They just screwed you out a bunch of token uh, tickets. Yeah, it was like it was like a 3,000 token uh, jackpot. I a Nintendo Switch. I don't know about
1: that. But either way, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how much I can get for that. I, I forget. For the most part, we spend all of our tickets on, on uh, candy, me and my son. <laughs> but, um, either way, it's stuff like that which just completely ruins your experience. Or, for instance, uh, with that Ghostbusters game, one of the guns got really sluggish. Now mm. they've just flat out removed it because instead of fixing it, the way they fixed it was they just took it off the system. But it got really sluggish. So, uh, I, I played it with, with my wife, and I was playing with one gun, and she was playing with the, with the slow one. And I thought she was just bad. <laughs> that's just all I assumed. And then she was getting frustrated with it, and I'm thinking, eh, okay, you're just bad. <laughs> 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 it's, it's all I'm thinking. And then uh, she's like, no, you, you use this gun. So we switched, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, and she's slaughtering all these ghosts. <laughs> right, and I'm just looking like a three-year-old, <laughs> looking like Easton, trying to kill these things. And uh, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, you're right. You, you can't hit anything with that thing.
0: That's sad. It sucks. And that's a lot of the operators and people who have you know destination locations of games. Mm-hmm. Um, th- when I listen to their podcasts, I say the same thing. You know, You don't want your game to be down at all. Because it just wrecks the experience for the people that might travel far to come to your destination. Sure. Um, that's for the arcade stuff. They have no pinball there. We have a couple bars with pinball. They're, they're operated by a company that never fixes them. So they're always just atrocious on, sure. on play. Uh, and we have the, the candy shop by our work that has four pinballs and a couple arcades, older stuff. I went there the other day. And he had, like, out-of-order stickers on damn near everything. I... <laughs> so, I, well, I know the owner, and I use the candy shop for... They, they do, like, uh, homemade <coughs> everything. First of all, this candy shop, it's actually super cool. I mean, besides
1: the fact that it has... They make their own taffy. They make their own... Well, a lot of different candies that they make. They all... Fudge, cough, coffee. Right. They have tons of unique... Uh, ice cream. Sodas, stuff like that. But they... What I think makes it so cool... Is they have a root beer bar? Oh yeah! So it looks like a bar, and they have all these taps, but all the taps are different types of root beer, and it's just such a cool environment to be in. It's like well, this is a this, this is just a cool candy root beer bar. So I, I go there with East and saddle them up next to the bar. We order some uh, root beers. Do you get floats because they have that's the home- handmade ice cream. So I, I didn't know that you get a root beer float. I didn't know that. I just thought they bought that um we were going to last weekend and we never made it uh i just said next time we're gonna get root beer floats uh we also they also serve uh pizza there so it's a good
0: just it's a cool place to go with a kid yeah family and where the arcade games it's like in this back kind of section and they have a table there so they rent it off to parties so if you want to rent it out for a couple hours for your kid's birthday party yeah um and it's
1: really cheap. I think it's like seventy-five bucks to hold it there.
0: Oh yeah, and each kid gets like five dollars worth of candy. Oh yeah, great. Yeah. Sugar them up and send yeah, them home. Exactly. Um, so I I got to know the owner and um wanted to go you know help fix the games because a couple of the, a lot of pinball machines had one little issue like Terminator Two had the kickback didn't work most of the time and like Haunted House the flippers barely flip and
1: that was a I, very unique game Haunted House.
0: Oh yeah, three first game with three playfields. Mm-hmm. But every time I went back, he wasn't there, so I felt like awkward asking the employees. I'm not gonna ask the employees that don't know me for keys to open their games up. Sure. And I wanted to host league there, and I even worked it out with them. Like, you know, hey, if we, if I have you know five to six people here every week, can we kind of keep the space like sectioned off for us every? Wednesday night at 7 he's like oh yeah no problem oh yeah he probably would at, love that because we're going to bring in food money and drinks mm-hmm. uh, they don't have alcohol but you know drinks and some candy oh, they have a Rooker bar what else do you need <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> a little flask, yeah. Little yeah. flask of vodka and, yeah there you go um, so it's all set but you know for League you want your games to be pretty much 100% functioning otherwise it's just it's fair because everybody's playing the same game but at the same time it's really frustrating not being able to play the game fully correct and we just never, I I started doing it at my house and then I kind of ran out of time to keep swinging in and check, but mm-hmm. maybe we'll have to bug him again and see if I can help out. He, he uses a guy that's two and a half hours away to fix this stuff. So he has to drive the games out. So it kind of is a lot of work for him to get the games repaired, bringing them out to the distributor's house. Agreed. But that is on him. Sure. He could, not I, but you could do a lot of these repairs yourself. I could. He's trusting a random, I mean, he knows me, ish. We're not like best friends. I don't have his phone number, but sure. he would be trusting a stranger to touch his babies. I guess. But well, for the most part, he's,
1: you said you're going to do, do it for free, have Oh, so yeah.
0: For... Yeah, I totally would do it for free. Uh, he pay for parts, but I'd do all the labor for free just so that we could have a, a destination. Right, and yeah. you know having your games down sucks, especially when he makes some of his money off parties. Mm-hmm. So maybe after CES we'll have to start. We used to go there for lunch sometimes with work, and I'd get get you guys a pizza and a pitcher of pop. So maybe we'll have to do that again.
1: That sounds like a blast.
0: We kind of need to. Work needs to not be so crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, yeah, we can't do it at all for like the next
0: two weeks for sure. Well, Yeah. Um that's it there's a couple random bars with the crappy games and then his place for pinball i think that's it there's a has a handful of collectors around but they really either aren't active on the forums or they're super busy right or i haven't met them and for arcade games you pretty much just got adventure
1: zone adventure zone is our big arcade um movie theater has a couple
0: that is true i forgot about that
1: they, they do have a good handful.
0: And the bowling alley
1: downtown might have. Yes. Actually, they have a lot of good games. Do they? Well, they have a lot of
0: games. They used to have one pinball machine when I used to work downtown. You know who also does? The bowling alley up uh, up on the hill. Oh, they have a mini arcade. Yeah, they do, actually. No pinball, but mini arcade. Yeah, well. I forgot about that. They have Yeah, they have a lot of machines as well.
1: I think the layout is better down at the one downtown. But they, I think they have more machines up at the one on top of the hill. Yeah, they do. It is pretty decently big. I would like to... see the problem with our with the venture zone is they don't have any good fighter arcade games right now. Uh,
0: it, it, yeah, it, it really is a, a redemption destination where yes. you win tickets and try to get your prizes. Very much so. Even Ghostbusters, which is a, which is a video game. Kind
1: of thing. Like video game shooter. It rewards you with tickets. Mm-hmm. It's still a redemption game. The Injustice game is also a redemption game of sorts. It doesn't give you tickets, but every single time you win, it spits out a...
0: Playing card. A playing card. Of a character. Of a character that you can use the next time you play. Uh, we'll have to look into that. We'll have to look into, like... Um, I'm, I get a bunch of emails from Betson on arcade stuff, so like... I didn't remember seeing that. Was it, is it just Injustice? It's just called Injustice. I didn't remember seeing that. But when you sent me a picture, I, 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 it was an odd-looking arcade as well. It doesn't look like a normal arcade. It doesn't play like a normal arcade. It has four big buttons on it.
1: No joystick. Your character is just stuck there staring at the other dude. And you're within <laughs> arm's reach at all times. And you have light strike, heavy strike, block... And a super button. And the super button isn't even like, you just don't punch it. Because well. like, in, in Injustice and Injustice 2, they have these amazing superpowers. Well, when you get your superpower in this, you have to like tap it as fast as possible, I guess, because it's, I don't know, gives you more reward for your, your punch, I guess. So you tap it as fast as possible. And it's still not the cool superpower that you see like in the Injustice Council games. It's like a medium superpower. Like if you use like your half, I don't know. If you use up like half of your super, uh, yeah. Bars, oh, yeah. Um, I haven't played it enough to get a good feel of how it's actually supposed we'll, to function.
0: We'll have to go play it. Yeah, and then play H two Overdrive. Agreed. Agreed.
1: That game needs to be played again. Also, yet you haven't played their new uh, racing game, the new Cruising USA. Oh
0: my god, no. That's but just
1: an orgasm of life. I
0: remember when it got announced at their little arcade show. Right, they have their own kind of thing, mm-hmm. and the videos of it flew on the internet of test sites and stuff that had it, and the just the sounds and the light, the LEDs is just nuts. It is a whole
1: light show in and of itself. It takes up. I mean, they put it in like one side because they knew how much attraction it's going to be. Like when you come in this one door, it just Blows your face off with all these lights and LEDs that are flashing all over the place. It has this, you know, big booming speakers of screaming it! Mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> uh, it's got all brand new cool cars. It's it's a good
0: game. I enjoyed it a lot. It's definitely a great arcade game. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I'm sad that these games don't get brought to console. Like even you know after they're old, like sure. okay they're 10 years old. Let's bring them to the console. I mean they're made on Dell. Computers, right? So, it's possible.
1: Agreed, but at but the same time, you, you would...
0: don't get that experience that you get.
1: Never. Well, for, for instance, okay, that one really cool. Uh, you get on the motorcycle, you like lean back and forth, like Moto GP or something. Yeah, probably Yeah, that's probably what yeah, that's that is what it's called. So MotoGP I don't think would be fun at all on the console
0: system because it's just this guy who stays in the center lane. and you just push it back and forth. Sure. Yeah, they have like you know real bike racing games. Right. yeah that's true i'm just talking i guess i'm just being selfish and wanting h2 overdrive brought to the home oh that's different yeah that's Cause different. It's cool because you build because... up your boat specs and stuff and so right it's...
1: and you have to you save your character there, yeah which is i feel like a thing that you would be doing all the time in a home console game it
0: feels almost like it was made for home console game
1: that like they ported it over to an arcade
0: yeah there was a facebook group i joined a long time ago when i was on facebook that was like bring h over drive to home consoles and it didn't go anywhere but that would be an amazing machine uh,
1: downstairs how much does a machine like that cost 10 grand
0: nope i looked into it when they were new they were only they have two tv sizes there's like a smaller 32 or 30 some inch 42 inch then then there's like a bigger 46 inch or something 52 inch I don't know but there's a cheaper one like a small one and a big one and I want to say brand new it was 45 or 5500 that's
1: not bad I mean okay it gets expensive
0: expensive, especially
1: when you're trying to stack them next to each other
0: because that's yeah. how the game is supposed to be played is to have like two, two next to each other I got quoted on some used ones and I was pondering but they just won't fit in my basement door so I think I need to make my door bigger or yeah, put them up at work, because they're big. They'd be playing
1: at work all the time. They're play if you brought them down here. Not that you shouldn't bring them down here. <laughs> but if you, brought they're too them, big. If you, but if you brought them down here, it'd be you playing with maybe your neighbor all the time.
0: Yeah, but like the, the unit work is so all big. Those
1: guys would be on them all the time
0: because there's more room than it's like two pinball machines for one unit. I mean, it's just too big. It's too much room. Do you realize how many? we'd have
1: all the boats saved because you could actually put in your pin and you'd actually remember it. Whereas like when I go play it at the at the arcade, I never think about putting in my pin. Oh my god, my I remember
0: character. my pin. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. I wonder I, if it still works. I don't I, know how they do that. Like they, If they sync it to the servers? I don't know. That could be. Hopefully they do because they've moved that machine
1: since last time you probably put in your pin. So they probably unplugged it all. Hopefully that doesn't erase yeah. everything.
0: Yeah, we'll have to do that. We'll have to do that on-site. We'll yeah. find out. Sweep through.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll do a whole review of a bunch of new games that are at the arcade right now. Because they got they a couple new ones.
0: Yep. And Dirty, dirty Racing, probably still there. Mm, oh no, they got rid of it? It might be there. <sighs> that was a good game. I'm wondering if they replaced it for Cruisin'. <sighs> it's probably a good upgrade. What? Oh, we need to know this guy so that... See, I don't know if he like, leases them, or if he owns them and then just stores the them somewhere. the thing? Yeah. I feel like he's leasing them. Could be. Because...
1: Tell you what. I'm sure he owns some of the ones that he doesn't fix.
0: Well, like, H2 Overdrive has been there f- since it was new. Good point. And that's been on f- six years now. The Terminator
1: game there, I'm sure he owns. Yeah. Because the game hasn't flinched. It's just moved positions. Uh, He finally bought a second gun for it because the first, like one of the guns, broke for like two years. I feel like we should be like contracted technicians. (laughs) Well, I mean, again, it's the same scenario. If a gun is down, it ruins the experience. I means I can only
0: play by myself. I can't play with my buddy. Yeah, yeah, you just wrecked, you wrecked my night. I mean, yeah, there's more games, but there's not. He doesn't have like a ton of gun games. There's Terminator and then like Time Crisis Two from. I 90s. remember when they first opened up and they had, they had Terminator
1: me and my buddy dumped <sighs> is a, great game. a lot of money into it because we decided first of all we were drunk I think we were, we were already drinking down there and then we wandered into the, the arcade and we decided we're going to beat this game. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so we decided started... So did he make you go get your piggy bank at home? No. On bikes? <laughs> no. <coughs> no he did uh, We actually spent all of his money. So <laughs> uh,
1: he dumped probably I don't know, 30 bucks into it and we didn't we still didn't beat it oh man we played a long time oh, for 30 bucks you better play a long time but, but it is a buck of play it's a buck of play and i think
0: even a h2 overdrive is still a buck of play
1: that okay arcade games now are like a minimum of a buck of play oh
0: god i no mean pinball's what. a buck of play now as they're well. they're a really cool Star Wars game. Have you played that yet? That's more than that's like yeah, I played it once. That's I, like three bucks a play. I, it was so much 3Ding. I had no idea what the hell's going on. Now it's well worth the three bucks in my opinion well, because it's okay. a whole experience. Yeah, it's multi TV or a little room. It's a wrap around. You
1: you're shut off from the world and you are driving a jet fighter. You're driving a speeder. You're driving, you know, these cool. Uh, Star Wars vehicles, and it's a really great experience. It's short. It is. And when I first played it, I thought, how much is one of these? Right. I want one for my house. 10 to 20 grand? Or it's, it's like to 20. it's like 26 grand. Oh, you looked it up? Yeah, because I was going to buy one. And then I saw, because I got out and I looked, I turned to my sister and said, how much does one of these cost? And then she immediately Googled it as I was like staring at it, just ogling it. She's like, oh, it's 26 grand. I was like, well, okay, well, then I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> I can buy. A, car. a lot of cars for twenty six grand. <laughs> I don't know. But it's, it's a cool game, and for three bucks a pop to have this cool experience, and that's the thing too, is I think it only has like uh, maybe maximum of ten maps, probably like eight maps in reality. Maybe even less, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't have a whole lot of maps, and once you play them like two or three times, you realize what they are and what... They completely encompass, and then that's it. So if you owned one of these in your house, Ooh, yeah, you would have completely wasted your money. You'd beat it in a weekend, easy. Yes, and then you'd be bored of it, and then you would have realized I spent twenty six grand on a game that I'm never going to play again.
0: And this is sometime we can talk about when I bought Big Buck Hunter. Sure, the arcade game. Sure, and maybe we'll do our history of arcade games. There you go. There we go. That's what we'll do.
1: All right. Well, we've been on here for well over an hour by now. So let's... Oh, we have, we're going on almost an hour and a half. So let's wrap this up. All right. Um, but, but as we wrap it up, we want to let you guys know that you guys can contact, contact us at uh, mashin at gmail.com. So give us your comments. Let us know what you like about the show. Let us know what you would like different about the show. If you want to hear something else instead. If you... Don't like certain parts of the show, like you guys are talking way too much about pinball, you're <laughs> talk, or you're talking way too much about Destiny. Get off of Destiny. We don't care. We're so, rambling, rambling men. Exactly. Just let us know. We want your feedback. We want to know what you guys want to hear, because this show, in reality, is about you. We like to get our, you know, our opinions off of our chest, but we want to know what you want to hear, because we want to, you know, keep, we want to hit our audience better.
0: Otherwise, it'd just be ether in our minds. Yeah,
1: we're just talking into the
0: void. And By the way, I mom. would rather talk to somebody instead of talking into the void all the time. My mom just found the podcast on. Did she? No, I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's still us talking <laughs> to the void. <laughs>
1: all right. Well, that's us. We're going to sign off now. And uh, again, contact us at flippinandmashing at gmail.com. Give us a, a thumbs up or you know like us on uh, iTunes or... Google Play, wherever you found us, like us, comment, because that's going to help other people find us. And uh, you guys have a great night and a great week. We'll see you
0: next time.